Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome you to the Owner to Owner podcast. And today, we're going to talk about the importance of talent development. Now, you already know, owning a company is complex. There are a zillion moving parts. And when you bring employees into the picture, things get even more complex. Whether you have one employee or 10,000 employees, it can be a challenge to keep it all running smoothly. And that's where everything HR comes in. We do one thing, HR. We're human capital experts. We're problem solvers. We make things simpler. And this complimentary podcast will provide you with the latest HR trends. Whether you do business in your home state or across the United States, you'll be able to call in and talk to HR professionals about the issues that keep you up at night. But more importantly, You'll hear best practices from other business owners that have been in your shoes. Now, I stated earlier that we're going to talk about today the importance of talent development. If you have questions, feel free to call in at 929-477-1199. And we know that we have a larger audience that join us online. And so feel free to email us your questions at support at everythinghrfs.net. That's support at everything, HR, F is in financial, S is in Sam.net. Now, I started out stating that owning a company is complex and that there are zillion moving parts, and there is. And when we talk about talent development, we're not talking about just fulfilling the talent gap of today, but fulfilling the talent gap of the future. And as a business owner, we must not only concentrate on providing a quality product or service to market today, but we also have to concentrate on what is the future telling us. Because as we can see, for those companies that do not keep up with the changing of the times, be it mandated from a government standpoint for regulations or from the customer demand, those companies quickly go out of business. And so as a business owner, we have to not just be focused on today, but we also have to be focused on tomorrow. And that's what we're going to talk about today, the importance of talent development, not just from an employee base, but also from our, our own self, making sure that we're up to date on the latest trends, that we're up to date on what is our field, our area of expertise, where is it going to? Where is it leading to? Because so therefore, we not only take the time and work in our business, a lot of us do, but also we spend a lot of time working on our business and on ourselves. And so 
One of the things I'm not sure all of you may know about is the fact that we actually do have a school. It's called the Everything HR Talent Development Institute. And one of the things we take a lot of time on is spending time with our visionary leaders. Those individuals are ones that are looking at taking their employees to the next level as well as their business, but being able to do focus on their strategic planning and aligning their employees with their mission, their vision, and their goals. And so we already know we do a one of the courses that we provide is called Leadership and Influence, Influence and Leadership, rather. And so in that particular course, we talk about the fact that all leaders are not managers and all managers are not leaders. But in this course, we try to talk about how do I re-identify that talent that really are true leaders within our organizations so that we can develop them. We all know our ultimate goal as, as employers is finding those employees that we can trust and that we can grow and that are moldable and realizing that those individuals are the ones that will have a shared mission and vision and goals along with us and are able to change as the demand of, of our industries demand for us to change. And so those are the things that as a, a leader that we have to pay close attention to. We also have to make, you know, as it's stated in our intro, having an employee value proposition, making sure that employees know right up front, right during the recruiting process, that they're going to have to grow in order for them to be effective in your organization, not just having a skill set to meet your demand of today, but being willing to grow their skill set for the demand of tomorrow. Now, we're headquartered here in Michigan, and which is a manufacturing state. And so we're hearing a lot about autonomous vehicles. And so my question to those that are connected to the automotive industry is, what are you doing? Do you, are you looking at how is that going to affect your customer base and the demand that your customer may place on you? How does that change your business model? What are you doing to prepare for that? And so as well as we know we have to keep up and still maintain our, our same product line and our same service line, but what does, how does that change? How does that change what we're doing today? What impact does that have on us today? And so when we stop and, and we take a look at our business model and recognizing I don't have to just, I can't just focus on today. I have to focus on tomorrow. And what, this, what type of training does this pertain to? What type of training? Do I need to have something customized for myself and for my team? Or is there some programs that are out there that are existing that I can have for my team and for myself? And one of the things when it comes to an employee value proposition, allowing an employee to know that you expect them to grow. You expect them to be able to meet the demands of your customer base. That's why we hire them in the first place. And we all get to know one of those things with being a business owner um, and one of the challenges, obviously, that we, that we face, we get to see employees in a number of different environments. And when it comes to talent development, 
I think that's the biggest, that's, that's the thing that tells us the most about our employee base. How much energy are they really putting in? Because as an employer, we know we can only give employees the tools to succeed, but it's up to them to actually utilize those tools. And we all are always striving for that model employee that they get it, they get our mission, they get our vision, they get our goals. You know, it's not just let me do as little bit as possible to make them think that I'm doing something and, you know, I can just get by. We know that, even though we may not always say anything, we know it, we understand it, we see it, we just know that that person, I can't move them to that level to being that employee that we call invaluable. I mean, because we know all of us are replaceable, including all of us that are business owners. That's why we incorporate for our businesses to go on and on and live on after us. So we're all replaceable, but are we invaluable? And that's what we know that we look for as we're searching through our employee base. Where can we find that diamond in the rough that we're able to shape and to mold? Where can we find that person that we can trust? that person that gets the mission, the vision, and the goal? How can we look for that talent? And so those are some of the things in our visionary leaders program that we actually go for um, or take a look at. And one of the main things within that program is how do you improve the communication and the trust to become a credible leader yourself as well as how do you look for that and find that in your existing employee base or as you're recruiting others. We talk a lot about um, a collaborative work environment, and that's something that we all desire to have. But do we really have that? Are we really collaborating? Are we really sharing that information that we really need? And is everybody invested in that? Going back to knowing that um, AI is going to play a huge part in all of our lives. How is that going to change our business model? And how do we relate that? How do we put that down on, on paper? Because if we've been in business any amount of time, we know if it's not written, it does not exist. We have to use SMART goals. And when we utilize those SMART goals, how do we transfer that to the employee base? And those are other things that we actually discuss also in the program. We know as business owners, our mission and our vision is something that's key throughout uh, the talent development process. The, obviously, the difference between the mission and the vision, the mission is what we're doing right now. And the vision is something that what we aspire to um, become in the future. And as we look at AI coming into place, does our vision line up with that? Does our vision line up what's coming, what's, what's on the horizon? And so as business owners, we must be particularly focused on not just the present, but also the future. And so to support um, our mission and vision and goals when it comes to talent development, are there programs out there that may be able to provide us with financial assistance. Let's face it, a lot of the reasons as to why, especially 
you know, if you're a small business owner, but this also applies to those larger organizations too as well, is funding. Unfortunately, the very first thing that, that goes during times of an economic downturn is training. That immediately gets cut, which in essence, really looking at it, it should be actually be the last thing that's cut because we need research and development and training and development has to go on on a consistent basis to keep us viable, to keep us competitive in the marketplace. And so we have to look at that model and, and question it and make sure that there's talent development going on on an ongoing basis. We hear a lot of talk about the talent shortage and a lot of the reasons that there is a talent shortage is the very reason that we have not prepared for the future as much as we should have or not focused on it as much as we should. And with that being said, we see a lot of organizations that have been in business for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, and now they're, they're extinct. And the reason for that is what? They, they didn't look at the customer demand of the future. They didn't realize how, especially if you're looking at retail, think of the number of retail stores that have gone out of business. We look at Toys R Us. They didn't change with the times and realize people would much rather shop online than coming into the stores. How could they have changed their business model had they been focused on what the customer is really demanding. And so as we look at talent development, how could they have actually changed or prepared their, their employees for the change of, of us wanting more of an online presence and not shopping inside of the stores and shopping online? And so I say that to all of you to say, what is your business model? Does your business model, is it, is it changeable? As we look at our business model, do you look at it as being a living being? Because we know change is something that's inevitable. And the only things that do not change are things that have no life. I heard someone say at, at one point in time, the only things that is not changing is something is either dead, dying, or artificial. And that is actually very true. Okay. When we take a look at, we hear a number of times as business owners, that we have to work on our business and not in our business as much. For some of us, that's very difficult. It's very difficult for me, too, as well. But we have to bring balance. And so I have designated time that I know that I have to work on my business. And I probably spend just as much time working on my business, if not more, than in my business. And so does it make for an incredibly long day? Yes, which goes back to my original statement. Owning a business is complex, and it's, it can be just plain hard. And there are a number of moving parts um, there inside of it. And so for us as business owners, right at the very onset, when during the recruiting process, we have to set out expectations there for our recruits. And, and those candidates and those that are working with us, to let them know, I expect you to grow. I expect you to expand. During the performance reviews, every single year you should be setting out goals 
um, for your employee base to let them know, these are the things I need for you to accomplish in order for us to meet this next level in which we've established for the business itself. Some employees may be receptive to it. Others may not. If they're not, that's okay. If you still have a place for them, that's fine. But do know that that employee can only go so far. They can, they already told you they, they want a limited capacity in your organization and in your business, and that's perfectly fine. Performance reviews uh, that I am really big on, it should not be a surprise. It should be an ongoing dialogue throughout the year, not just whenever you take uh, or perform performance reviews. Performance, the actual written one, should be something that there should be no surprises for anyone. Everyone should be made aware or know already what's going to be inside that solid written plan or, or performance review that you're giving. And so when it comes to your employee base, you know, let them know you're willing to invest in them. But if they're not going to be receptive of it, there's nothing that you can do about that. There's nothing that you can, you know, outside of letting them know that I cannot take you any further or higher in my organization. And if you have a place in your organization that you can put a person that's stagnant, that's fine. If you don't have a place to put them, then that's the time to have a conversation to let them know maybe they want to look for other employment. Maybe they want to look for something else to do that would be able to accommodate them with a position that's stagnant. That's okay, too, and that's fine. But at the same time, you want to look for those that you can look at as new managers or new leaders and so that you're able to, to not only boost their morale, but also boost the morale and strengthen your organization. The benefits of, of, of doing that are, are having a, a new managers or a new leaders uh, training program is to gain a deeper understanding of the roles within your organization. You're also able to improve the communication to be more effective and set expectations for yourself, as well as the direct reports. Not only that, um, we're right in the middle of, of two uh, different new managers programs right now, and what I'm finding is that as, as each course that we meet, uh, they're going back to their workplaces. And when they go back, they're talking to others about the things that they're learning inside of our sessions, and they're communicating more. So it opens up and expands the communication between the employees. And with that, it gives them the opportunity to develop not just a leadership style, but also a management style. And it helps you, the business owner, not have to carry so much of that burden upon just yourself because now you've invested in them. You've invested in them your time, your resources, and allowing them to see not just your management style, but also the management style of others there within the, the classroom uh, session that they're with. And so take that under consideration when you're looking at what type of programs that you would like to invest in for your employees. One of the other things um, that you would like to make sure that you take a look at is start building your funnel. We talk a lot about um, that on the recruiting side, and 
for the present day, but we don't talk a lot about building your funnel for the future and recruiting for the future. If you know that your organization is going to have different demands as we come into more of an artificial intelligence environment, and that's going to have an impact on your business, are you recruiting? Are you talking to individuals as to how they will fit in your organization in that type of environment? And that gives you a heads up on what type of person that will really fit um, within your organization because culture is huge and making sure that they will fit into the culture that you you want or you want to create or that you have. Um, making certain that as for talent development, that that person realizes that they have, there are expectations that you're going to have of them, but more importantly, that they understand the employee value proposition that, that you present, that your organization represents. And so when we look at where do we find those individuals, where do we locate the individuals for the future that we can depend on? Because we know only a skilled workforce is a successful workforce. And so we have to take the time to actually do that. Um, each state has various programs, and over the next few weeks, you will hear us talk about various programs, and we will have guests. Um, on the show to expound upon a number of the programs because a lot of these programs are across the country that individuals will be able to benefit for or from and uh, provide you with some of the resources um, there that you would need in order to take your workforce to the next level. And so one of those um, here within the state of Michigan, um, they've actually written it into our state legislature to make sure that Michigan businesses are able to prepare their workforce for the future because having the, the talent shortage is a real issue. Employees are not being trained at the level um, that they need to be trained. And so there are positions that need to be filled, but they don't have the necessary skill set in order to do that. And so as business owners, we need to not only identify the employee base, but where do you give them the skill set that they need? And so we're going to talk a lot about how do you identify those institutions? Do you get a custom program just for your organization? Or are there existing programs out there? Are they accredited? Do they need college credit? And those are things that we'll talk a lot about um, in the next coming weeks. One of the other things uh, that you may want to take a look at is the delegation strategies and how to increase productivity and motivation. Knowing that as you develop your workforce, you're motivating them. You're providing them with an increase in productivity, with an increase in the culture of your organization, with your increasing or improving the I'm sorry, I'm looking at a question as well as talking to you. Increasing the productivity and motivating your employee base because they know that you're willing to invest in them. And understand motivating an employee is not just from a monetary standpoint. We do know when you improve the 
uh, skills of an employee, um, that's something that they get to keep and take with them. That's not something that stays with you, the employer. That's something that a, a personal investment into themselves. And when we start our trainings, that's one of the first things that we remind individuals of, regardless if they are the business owner or whoever, or just a regular employee, we let them know that the things that you learn in any type of training or classroom setting, those are things that stays with you. It doesn't stay with an employer or another individual. And so what you put inside of that, that training, um, is what you get out of it, but that's something that no one can ever take away from you. And that's something that you can always use. You may not be able to use it today, but you may be able to use it tomorrow. And knowing that is the case makes you more valuable as, as an employer or as an employee, okay? Um, the, so thus far, we're coming up to the midway point. Um, just to recap some of the things that we've discussed um, thus far, knowing that as an employee, that only knowledgeable and skillful employees um, are the employees of our future. Knowing that if we're going to do anything about this talent shortage, that we have to start to think about our future. And we have to start to think about um, not just the demands that our customers place on us from day to day right now, but start to think about the demands that our customer base will place on us in the future. The other thing that we have to start to think about is um, how does these programs support our mission and our vision and our goals? Knowing, too, that our mission is what we do right now, but our vision is what we desire to do in the future. And have we relayed that and communicated that to our, our employee base? Knowing the importance of working just as much on our business as in our business. Um, making sure that we have that designated time, as I stated, um, that we do. Others may not see it or know it, and that's fine. They don't need to see it or know it that we do it, but we do have to have a, a designated time frame that we spend thinking about our business in terms of, of how do we meet the demands of the future, how do we structure our business knowing that changes are going to come about, either mandated in our industry from a regulatory standpoint or from an, an, a customer-based standpoint. How do we do that? How do we start different pilot programs to see how different things may work? Um, spending time on that. Making certain that employees know your employee value proposition and what you're willing to invest in them. And where do you start that process? Knowing that you start that process at the very point of recruitment and that you start that process on an ongoing basis with existing employees during the performance review process, that you let them know, you set goals for them, allow them to set goals for themselves. One of the things that I always tell my employers, the best thing that you could possibly do during a performance review uh, when you're having a one-on-one -on -one employee is ask them the question, what is it that you can do that I am not aware of that you can do? And allow them to respond. And ask them the questions, what things that you can do 
to make things better in our organization or you can improve upon in our organization that I'm not aware of. And that solves two things. Number one, it allows them to see that you're listening to them and that you value their input. If it is something, and I know that question always comes to mind, it's like, okay, well, we'll be able to use it, or how would they feel if we don't implement it? If it's not something that you can implement, explain it to them. Have dialogue about why you cannot implement it at this time or what things may be needed to implement it. So get them involved. Start, start dialogue with them so that they'll understand this is why this will work or this is why this will not work. And send them back to the drawing board. Maybe they can think up another way. Maybe that's something that you've overlooked. And that's the other thing that we covered is the fact that we are a school. Uh, we are Everything HR Talent Development Institute, and so we work a lot with talent development. We are able to design and build a course from the ground upward, or you can take advantage of the programs in which we have um, where you're able to expound upon and allow your groups to go through our administrative program or our budgets and financial reports program or our engineering program. We have a human resource uh, program, obviously. We have a leadership program, a Lean Six Sigma program. We obviously have manufacturing and project management and sales and marketing. Those things we do have. We do have very skilled instructors and, in, and instructional designers and trainers. A lot of the individuals um, that do train for us have, are either are currently college professors or have been college professors or instructors, and a lot of them are business professionals too as well. And so one of the main reasons why I look for those individuals is the fact that I want to make sure that they're relevant for today. Uh, when we start a training program, we let them know up front the main goal is that they have something that they can utilize that very day, that they can go back to their workplace with and begin to implement. That's our goal every single day in which we train. And if it's something for the future, what can they do to start preparing for that? We can't just leave it as something that we aspire to do, but actually put something in place starting today. And so knowing that that is something that we aspire to do, feel free to contact us. If you have questions about any of our programs, we can be reached at everythinghr.net, or you can give us a call here in our office at 586-461-1400. Feel free to reach out to us in reference to it or go to our website and take a look at uh, our Everything HR Talent Development Institute. Um, it's right under the Resources tab. Uh, there are, excuse me, Products and Service tab on our website, and you'll see it, Everything HR Talent Development Institute, and you'll see our programs. Some of our leadership programs are literally over almost 600 hours to tell you just how tense it is. Other programs that we have, our HR programs, is probably around 500 hours long. The engineering program is close to about 800 hours long, so they're very intense and very comprehensive. 
it's not just a one-weeker. Can we do those, or do we have sessions that are one-week? We do, and those are just individual courses. But to go through an entire program, they are long. There are a number of hours that you would spend on these, and we do plan. Um, if you do a leadership program with us, you will develop a leadership plan that we will work on with you and that you will take. Um, we do a number of different assessments there for you to understand your management style and your leadership style. And so um, uh, some of our programs are what we call a blended learning, where part of it can take place online. The other part will take place face-to-face. -face. We are SCORM and AICC compliant, and so we're able to actually assist you with if you desire to go through these programs where you would like to have online access in your own LMS, which is a learning management system, um, you can do that too as well. And so that's another option that we also give you. Do understand that uh, one of the things that we talked about earlier is covering that talent shortage. It will always exist if we do not invest in our employee base and if we do not invest in ourselves. And so with that being the case, what is your program is the question that I would put out to a number of people. What, how will you... I guess, uh, shorten that talent shortage or, or make sure that you have the talent that you need for your organization. What things are you going to be doing to keep that in place? Or what things are you doing? I'd be love to hear some of the things that some of you are doing for your present organization in order to meet that talent shortage. The other things that I would love to do is to be able to understand some of the hurts um, that employers have. One of the things that we do very well when we're looking at uh, creating a program for a company is that we go out and we do a needs assessment because we do understand a lot of times that an employer may think they need a particular training um, in order to fill a skills gap. It's really not that particular thing that they need. And so what we will do is we will go out and do a needs assessment and analysis to make certain that the training program that they're investing in will actually be the thing that will fill that skills gap or that talent gap. And so that's very important when you're looking at the development of your employee base. And so whether you do it through a college or, or university or whether you do it through, you know, a professional business school um, such as ourselves, that's one of the things you have to be certain is that a needs assessment is performed. Otherwise, you could be possibly spending your money on a program that will not fulfill the talent shortage or skills gap in which your organization has. And so I cannot stress that enough because you, I don't want you to have waste your money on a program that do not meet your needs. And so that's one of the tips that I would love to make sure that you do understand. Again, if you decided that you wanted to send your employees to either our supervisors, managers, or business owners program, as I stated, those programs 
are literally about five to six hundred hours of study. And so it's, it really is a program. It is not a one-day course because when we really think about it, what can you really learn in one day? What can you really learn in one week? Because we're talking about your organization lasting for 10, 20, 30 years, and we're talking about your organization meeting the needs of the future. You can't really do that much in a day. And you can't really do that much in, you know, a week. And so it's a real true investment, not just in your business, but also in your employee base. And so when you have your employee value proposition um, there and you share that with your recruits as well as with your employee base, you need to make sure that you let them know that this is a real investment in them as well as in your organization. And so it takes a level of commitment uh, from them as well as from you. Now, I know one of the main things um, most employers, regardless of your size, that you're concerned about is that if you make this investment in an employee base and that employee decides to leave and take that knowledge someplace else, and now you've wasted your money, what do you do? I always put the challenge to them, that person doesn't just have to leave and take it to your competitor, or in some cases they try to go ahead and start something on their own. Um, life can also happen. And so as a business owner, we have to make sure we have the proper coverage for our business. And with that, don't just send one employee, invest in several employees. And there's nothing wrong. Every organization should have a tuition assistance program. So if they do decide to leave, to leave your organization and they haven't fulfilled whatever the requirements inside of that assistance, you know, tuition assistance program, it's not a huge you know, financial burden or loss um, to your organization because they have to end up paying it back. Okay, so that's one way to protect your organization if that is something that is of a concern for you because you did take the time to invest in them and you were counting on them to be there for your organization to go forward. And so there are ways that you can protect yourself or at least put in some protections on there, what we call it like a ceiling or a floor um, there for you so that you can still continue to move forward. But I would always highly recommend you put more than one employee through a program. You never just have one employee going through a program. You always have multiple employees because for some, life can just happen. And we always want to protect the business in and of itself. And I think of, of one of the other things is look for those programs, as I stated earlier. Look for programs that um, either your state or the federal government may be able to assist and provide so that that does happen. It's not just all of you know, out-of-pocket monies for yourself, it also is something that, that you know, you had somewhat of a shared expense um, there with the federal government, too. So that would not hurt you as well, as much. Um, again, as I stated, um, we have over, uh, over 200 programs currently that we do run, or courses um, that we do run, uh, within five to six different programs. And so feel free to reach out to us 
at 586-461-1400 or go to our website at everythinghr.net and go under the products and services tab and you will see the Everything HR Talent Development Institute. Uh, feel free to give us a call to discuss your needs and we definitely uh, have the ability to create a program for you or uh, just for your needs itself. Um, if you were to do that, um, it is a process because we would literally go through and look for subject matter, matter experts, interview them to create your course. Um, then from there, we obviously would have to put together you know, training manuals, not just for your participants, um, your employees, but also for the trainer. And so it can be a very lengthy process, um, well worth it. We establish what we call checkpoints in with you to let you know, to let you kind of preview the material as we're going along. Because the, obviously the ultimate goal is to make sure this training will actually uh, resolve your talent shortage and that it is filling the need for you um, for the future indoor in some cases for some individuals for the present. And so be mindful of that. Um, the subject matter expert uh, is something that uh, we would look internally within your organization, but also externally um, to make sure that we're covering all of the bases um, within the training and that your employees are receiving the best uh, that the industry offers. And so there's a whole interview process um, that we go through. And then on top of that, um, once we get the course and everything put together, we have a pilot program. We would ask you for individuals um, to actually go through that pilot uh, program um, of that training because we want to make sure that we work out all of the bugs out of that, that course and out of that training and to make sure that it's covering everything that you've desired um, for that course to actually cover. And so once we successfully complete that, we have evals for those folks to go through. We have some of it, what we do call on-the-job training. Um, if it is something to have a direct impact on your business, we follow those employees uh, that participated in that pilot program and allow them to sample out or model um, that behavior or that experience or, you know, whatever that they learned uh, within that course and see the impact um, that that has um, on your business. Did you receive the desired effect that you're looking for uh, when we started out and created this particular program? And so be mindful um, there of that. Uh, whatever things we need to go back to the drawing board on, we go back to the drawing board and we make those corrections um, and we implement those. And then once we figure that we have um, a successful model, then we open up that course to your entire uh, employee base. Um, presently, we have several different programs that we're running with some international companies right now where we actually went through that process. Um, and so, we're at that point where we're able to roll them out um, to all the, the employee base, and we've been doing that. Um, and so our training schedule right now is very, very tight. Uh, 
there's not a week that go by that we don't have, at least I'm not conducting one or two trainings a week, um, if not more. And so right now our trainings are booked for up for the next four years that we literally have trainings every single week. And so because companies do realize that there is a challenge, a talent shortage and they have to meet the demands of their customer base for tomorrow because they do not want to be caught um, going out of business because they can't meet the demands of their customers. And so they're investing in it right now while we're still in a pretty good economic environment and realizing that, as I stated earlier, we get into an economic downturn, companies begin to uh, make cuts. And when they make those cuts, um, typically training is the first thing to go. And so they're taking advantage of their uh, training budget in order to get their employees trained now today. And hopefully for some of them, they're using it as a way to uh, try and create a defense against economic downturns, try to be able to stabilize themselves uh, in that training process uh, so that when we do experience an economic downturn, and we always do, we, we live in uh, a, a cycle, an economic cycle that we always go through, um, every economy always will. Um, training and talent development is something that will help us um, weather through uh, those economic environments. And it also is a very good point to make sure all of your employees understand is that you, if you go through this training, as I stated earlier, this is something that you keep with you. And if you are ever laid off, guess what? You get to keep all of that knowledge that you gained through that training program. And so that is still another benefit for them to actually invest themselves into whatever program that either you send them to or whatever program that you desire to create um, there for them. Uh, we're getting close to coming up to the end of our show, and so I want to take a minute to just recap again. Uh, we talked about the value of investing in the future, knowing that um, Artificial intelligence is something that's not going to go away anytime soon. Uh, there are too many organizations that are investing um, in artificial intelligence, and we have, as business owner, we have to stop, take the time, what impact will that have on my business? What will my business look like? What are the demands that the customer will place on me for that? Uh, we have to make that a part of our employee value proposition from the recruitment start all the way through to our current employee base. With each of our employees, they need to know uh, during the performance review, giving goals and being able to meet your goals by having some type of professional development or talent development program um, there for them. Again, I would highly recommend that you ask your employees during these times, um, what is it that they can do to improve your business? And what is it that they can do 
that you're not aware of that they can do uh, within your organization because you may have them in, the, in a wrong position or a wrong place. Uh, make certain that the employees know that all of us, all of us are replaceable, but that you're really looking for that employee that's invaluable, that employee that will go the extra mile, that employee that gets your mission, your vision, and your goals. Uh, the other thing that we want them to know is that we're looking for employees that are truly committed. Uh, we don't want those employees that are looking to just get by. If I can, I can flip this under and they'll think that I'm okay, let them know, you know, we're looking for that employee that's invaluable. All of us, including ourselves as business owners, we're replaceable, but are we invaluable? Um, make certain that um, each employee uh, within your organization understand your mission and your vision and your goals. And make sure each of them understand and know that you expect them um, and looking for them to adhere to your mission and your vision and your goals. Also do understand that um, we have programs that there are programs out there for new managers. You're always looking for new managers and new leaders on an ongoing basis. Us that are regardless of our size, we have to start building a succession plan. And in that succession plan, we're looking for the leaders of tomorrow. We're looking for those managers of tomorrow. And there again, there's a difference between a manager and a leader. All managers are not leaders, and all leaders are not managers. And so, as I stated, I think I mentioned that we have a program that's called Leadership and Influence. We go very deep in how do I identify those leaders in my organization, those that, that really um, I can count on. Because we all know we can have an individual that's a leader, but a leader can also be a negative person. How do I weed those individuals out? But those that are positive and those that get our mission and our vision and our goals, those are our biggest allies. And we cover that and we look at that, how to identify those individuals. How do we grow those individuals? Because those individuals are the ones that we want to be our managers of the future and of today in some cases. And so search out those programs for your company. Uh, the other thing uh, that we took a look at is um, our visionary program. If you are a leader, your strategic plan, what is it? That should be a living document. You should be willing to change that document on an ongoing basis in visiting that document, understanding that that document is not just uh, something that, that you put together and then you set it aside and never look at it again. No, that document is revisited on a monthly basis, on a quarterly basis. I mean, that document, it contains your entire organization going forward. It encompasses all of the challenges. We do what's called a SWOT analysis, and the SWOT means the S stands for your strengths and your weaknesses, and those are things internally for your organization. The O and the T, the O stands for opportunities what external opportunities that may exist. And the T stands for threats. 
what external threats are out there that threaten your organization from moving forward or your plan or your strategic plan and your mission and your vision and your goals. Those are all things that um, we look at in our Visionary Leaders Program. Um, we look at how do you diagnose the problem. You know, critical thinking is something that is essential for any business owner, but also essential for any manager. Um, one of the other things uh, that we look at is providing clear direction um, and our listening skills. Uh, we had a program on yesterday where we talked about uh, communication strategies in a, a multi-generational workforce and understanding that what different generations are in our workforce and how do they communicate, how do they effectively work together, and being able to identify and pair them up together and understanding that our, our environments for each of us give us our viewpoint on not just ourselves but our work environment and understanding that as an employer, we do impact the, the, not just the professional side of our employee life, but also we do impact their, their personal lives. And knowing that if we can create a talent development program that has a positive impact on them professionally and personally, we really have succeeded. We really have made a contribution to our communities because we're impacting those individuals uh, in, in professionally and personally. And that's huge in and of itself. Um, knowing that talent development promotes individual employees' success, but it also increases the employee value in our organization. It increases how that, that employee views our organization. One of the biggest things that's overlooked is the value of an employee recommendation, either to bring in more business into the organization or to actually bring in other recruits um, into our organization. And if we give uh, our employees a employee value proposition that they feel that they're receiving something out of, everyone feels proud to talk about their organization that they're with and what their organization has contributed to them. And others see that, and others hear that, and others want to be a part of it. And so as a business owner, we want to become an employer of choice. We want employees to feel welcome uh, in our organization, that they can grow, that they can thrive, that we value education, that we value them investing in themselves, that we value and are willing to invest in them too as well. And so with that, um, again, I highly recommend uh, that you guys seek out programs for yourself and for your future. Spend time thinking about what does your business look like 10 years from now or 15 years from now or 20 years from now. How does and artificial intelligence, does that have an impact on your business? How does all the different things um, that technology has brought into our lives, what impact will that have on your business? 
Will your business now be totally mobile? What will your business look like? Will it be virtual for salespeople? Will it be virtual for all of your employee base? No one comes into the office anymore. Will we have, we had someone earlier talked about a gig economy. Uh, will you have all gig employees? What does that look like? And so uh, I highly recommend, again, that you take a look at programs. If you don't see one out there, um, consider creating one of your own. And as I stated, do you need to create an apprenticeship program for your organization, um, which you can do. It is not something just restricted to manufacturers. Again, you can create an apprenticeship program for any organization in any field. Have you stopped and took time to take a look at that, um, the apprenticeship programs that are there that the Department of Labor has already pre-approved? There are a number of apprenticeship programs out there. And then finding the educational partner uh, that will take the needs of your organization under consideration um, so that you can meet the demand of your, uh, your customer base and fulfill your talent shortage. Again, we're coming down to the last few minutes. I thank you guys for joining us this morning. And uh, if you have any questions or concerns, please feel free to reach out to us at 586-461-1400 um, or go to our website at everythinghr.net. Uh, go under the Products and Services tab and you will see the Everything HR Talent Development Institute. We would love to take the opportunity to talk to you about either custom programs or either some of our existing programs that we do have. Uh, we can be reached by email at support at everythinghr.net, excuse me, at support at everythinghrss.net. And you can give us a call again at 586-461-1400. Again, thank you so very much for joining us this morning. Uh, we will be back again on next week. I believe we do have another guest uh, that will be joining us next week. And so feel free to tune in then too as well. And have a wonderful, wonderful week. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.